How does one fight a lion in the wilderness alone, not knowing what God will do through him? How did he hold on? How did he hold on? Fight all the animals to protect the sheep. Not knowing that one day he will be king. Yet he went on with positivity. He went on with an optimistic mind. And he went on with a winning soul, with a winning mind. How did he do it? And yet not know what the pot of gold is going to be at the end. Let's talk about it on Titi Unleashed. Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Titi Wandish. Thank you very much for checking on this episode to listen to more. I'm back. For real. It got a little hectic. There were a little bit of Ecclesiastes um, 3 going on. A time to lose, a time to reap, a time to weep, a time to ETC. But now is the time to build up. And it's a time to be consistent. And it's a time to move. Okay, we move. Alright, so it's a it's a it's a cloudy and a bit of rainy Sunday and it's a it's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful chilling day where you can just have your cup of coffee, you can have your cup of tea or a cup of um chocolate and just you know hot chocolate and just indulge in whatever your novels your bible your book the sermons anything just catch up with self it is that day and so i'm just wondering what am i gonna share i need something god and it's 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 a week that you kind of feel dry i kind of felt dry um and where I'm seeing a lot of lions, I'm fighting a lot of lions and I'm fighting bears and it's like there's no winning in it, you know, it's like I'm not winning, it's like I'm not, you know, um, moving forward, I'm just, I feel, I felt like I was just in one area, so I, I thought about it, I thought of Ecclesiastes 3, everything has a time. I, I, I practiced it and it, it was just not flowing until God reminded me of one of my favorite kings. Well, the second favorite king, third favorite king, okay. Jesus is king of kings. So, the second favorite king, and that is David, King David, in First Samuel, First Samuel 16, when now he was anointed. So, uh, you could go read the chapter yourself. I'm just going to paraphrase it and just summarize it. Because when David was appointed, he was not even among the kids that Jesse um, had placed before Samuel. Um, and if you dig deeper, it looks like he was not even a, a legitimate son. So, first off, he is considered a son out of wedlock. 
okay and such kids are not well they're not fully accepted by parents and therefore we see Jesse being shameful of him and therefore not you know including him and feeling the need that he needs to be there when Samuel said present me with all your kids so that is sad <laughs> uh he was as young as he is he had older brothers as young as he was they you know they just gave him away to the wilderness they just said you know what you go for the sheep you're young you will meet snakes and all of those terrific things and horrible things you will deal with them you know and we're not told in the word that there was ever a time when you know the parents will come and check upon him or anything you get what i mean we're not told if he was even given food <laughs> so he was probably just you know hunting for himself and this is just my opinion thinking out loud um okay cool so as he's protecting the shepherd he then lent to i don't know to be a warrior to be a warrior in the sense that he fought things that are not men he fought animals he fought a lion and he conquered it you know he fought i i can imagine how many other that scared the sheep that he had to fight that were not necessarily written but let me not think too much but let's just talk about the animals that he killed he killed those and one one wonderful thing <laughs> that actually just blows my mind is the fact that he did not know what god had said about his life he he saw himself as just a shepherd he he probably thought that you know what I'm just going to grow old and try to find a lady wherever I find and my kids are going to come and we're just going to be shepherds in the wilderness you know um he did not at all see himself as being a king one day and becoming a great king who was going to usher a greater king he did not see all of that but he persevered the fact that he would conquer and you know rejoice in that conquering of that obstacle and then getting up going to another animal and you, he conquered <laughs> he conquered and i can imagine his mind was obviously just all about shepherds and sheep and sheep and sheep I don't think there was ever a time where he he could sit down and say, you know what? I had dreams in my life and my dreams were to be this and that not that and that he was just appreciating what he had and he moved on with that but holding on to God. Holding on to the maker and we see that he held on to God because when now he was going to kill Goliath he kept on saying uh with the small stone that he has he believed in himself and he came back even after killing Goliath he praised God and embraced him
So who does that in the wilderness not knowing the future? Not giving in to anxiety, not giving in to um you know fear of the unknown, fear of the future. Who does that? Who does that? I I don't know if he knew that he was with angels and I I bet if he knew then he would have been like a okay. I don't even know what I'm saying because I'm just mind blown by the fact that he still held on to God in the wilderness, fighting obstacles, not knowing what the future holds. He waited on God. He waited on whatever promise that God had said and the purpose that God had made for his life and purposed for his life and he still didn't know what it was full picture or even just a hint or even one day dream of being the king he had none of that it was just one random day that this prophet came and said i'm about to ordain you and i'm anointing you king and he was appointed and out of nowhere he was promoted to being the greatest in the whole nation or the whole the over all people from being an only person in the wilderness to being to sitting on the throne yo as i'm speaking i'm unfolding it as i'm speaking i am picturing it and i am amazed and i am here um resonating with that there's a transition in my life and so i don't know what the future holds i used to think i know what the future held but he's just saying wait girl wait probably you're limiting yourself just wait on me you get Whatever obstacle that comes, that lion, don't let it kill you. Kill it. That bear, fight it. Don't let it kill you. Because there's a greater thing that you don't know. That probably if I tell you, you're going to leave and I'm not going to train you through this wilderness. And you will not be able to take upon armies. You will not be able to kill the greatest giant that people were so afraid of. And that is the Goliath. Because you don't want to go through this training alone. I'm like, sure. <laughs> God. God. So guys, it's as short as that. First Samuel 16, it goes on. Just read about David, especially the beginning of David before he was now sitting on the throne. All the things that happened, more especially when he was being anointed and even after, just before he went to fight Goliath, the things that happened, I kid you not, it is okay. I feel so much better. It is okay not to know the future. It is okay not to know if your dreams are going to be, you know, that which you're going to be. It is okay 
In fact, if it's not going to be that because it's going to be greater. It's going to be greater. I bet David as a 13-year-old boy did not dream of being a king. But he became one of the greatest. And in the Bible, he is one who is after God's very own heart. Because he searched him in the wilderness. He knew him when no one was around. He fought the lion only with God. And that's where the relationship started. And that's where he, that's where God just blew his mind. So I say this to you and to me. It is okay. It is okay. Fight that lion. Fight that bear. Fight that Goliath. Your appointment will come. And when it comes, it will blow your mind. Because you won't even think you are worth it. You won't even think... You are well trained for it. But he knows what he's doing. He knows. God knows what he's doing. And that's all that matters. Our mind takes long to catch up with his things. But he knows what he's doing. That's why the Bible says he will do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can imagine. It is okay. No, it's okay. Tutu, it's okay. You don't know. But it's okay. Get over the obstacle. It's fine. Take a step. Just one. You don't have to know what the fifth step is going to, um, you know, what's going to be there. It's fine. Take it a step at a time. He will take a thousand miles for you and, and, and clear your pathway. It's okay. It is fine. It is okay. And with that being said, please, just read David. See yourself in David. See how he conquered. See how he, 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 he was only after God's heart. Be more like that. Be more like that because that's what Jesus really wants us to do. He just wants us to know God's heart. He just wants us to know him for who he is. And him on a personal level and intimately. And the Holy Spirit is now available for all of us to actually do that. And it's okay not to know what the 10th step will contain. Have a wonderful week. It's okay. Take that step. Take that bold move. Fight this battle. Um, It's getting a little bit rough. At the end times, a lot of things are rising up a lot of wars and everything fight that obstacle hold on because he will amaze you and it'll be wonderful have an incredible week may god bless you we go